on this episode of Movies from My Life, a film series that you guys talk to us about quite a bit. So which is the superior film? Ridley Scott's Alien or James Cameron's Aliens? So this is Jesse. Hello there. This is Dave. Hello. That's Devin. Hello. I'm Brandon. And this is our Alien versus Aliens episode. The reason this is a versus is because really do we have to get into the other films, gentlemen, at all? Like, th- there's no way that anyone's picking their favorite in the series is like Alien versus Predator or AVP something like two. that. Oh. AVP2. AVP2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just not canon. Predator 2 was my favorite. Of the aliens? <laughs> of the alien movies. Go Danny Glover. Well, yeah, Predator 2 is pretty sweet. Yeah. Gary Busey. Okay, we're off topic. Already. We're already <laughs> off topic. All right. No more shitty films. Go Alien. Yeah, so, like, the big argument here, and why, actually, I really hate that we have to do, the, or that we are doing this episode, but I, I think it'll be fun, so I'm, I'm, I'm on board with it, is that they are two very distinctly different films. One is a horror film, and, and in all seriousness, one of my favorite sci-fi horror films of all time, and then um, the other is... Uh, an action film more or less a sci-fi action rambo 2 yeah so it's it it is such an interesting uh conversation piece because so many people do put them head to head and you know it, it almost hurts my feelings because i like both of them for such different reasons but we are going to try and quantify it here today and <laughs> and and uh and you know crown one as the best of the two films um, before we get into it, uh, Dave, I know you've watched these films like 400 times each. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Close so. to at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and also obviously we've gotten in previous episodes into our love for Michael Bean. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. And I love that he is a replacement on this film. Yes. Yeah. Um, Possibly because of a drug issue, possibly because of quote unquote creative differences. Who will ever know? But um, he's phenomenal in, in number two. Um, and my my two favorite performances, probably you know, in terms of the supporting cast, are him in two, and and then probably John Hurt getting his fucking chest exploded in one. Just two actors that that you know for me um, that mean an awful lot, respectively. Um, can we do a quick round of favorite characters for both films, just to get us a little bit warmed up? Give me your favorite character from one, and why? Your favorite character from two, and why? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, number one, I just, I know it's lame, but I have to go with Ripley. She's just so badass. Yeah. And, uh, you know, watching the movie, if you didn't know who she was going in, you wouldn't know if she'd be the hero of the film. Yeah, it's, which it's is so cool. good. And, um, yeah, originally it was supposed to be, like, a male hero and stuff, and during the rewrites, they kind of went that direction, mm. and which obviously launched an action heroine for the ages kind of thing, and she's done many films since then. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I just, I gotta go with Ripley. For both, or just... Um, I'd say both as well. Yeah. Because, actually, in number two, I, the more I watch it, I find I don't like most of the characters in it. Yeah. I find it, it is a bit over the top, and as, as a kid, I thought it was great, but, uh... 
I don't know. It just didn't vibe for me as much the last time I watched it. Really? Yeah. I do love the Ripley character. I, you know, Bishop's a close third, I guess, after, yeah. uh, you know, but I got to stick with Bean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to argue for Bean. Change the topic of the show. Bean's the man. He's so definitely Bean. my favorite of the commando type characters in the second one, for sure. <laughs> totally. Right on. Dave? Uh, for the first one, I'm going to go with... Uh, Captain Dallas. Yes. Uh, not Dallas is not only because he's got the best beard, like the perfectly trimmed, not a speck of gray. It's just f- phenomenal. Like looking at him, he's like the poster boy for, for like, I don't even know. I can't even finish that sentence. He's so good. But I also like that aside. I like the fact that he's a captain of a mining ship. Right, which is not supposed to encounter any sort of violence or any sort of, uh, mm-hmm. um, what, what would you call it, like military type yeah. operations. And then when the, the parasite gets on board, he kind of takes charge. And you can tell he's scared to death and he has no training, nothing to do. But I feel like he does do a good job and he steps it up. And, uh, you know, people kind of trust in him and, and up until he's dead or cocooned or whatever you want to say. But, uh, yeah, I'll go with him for number one. And then uh, number two, I do agree with them all being a little bit over the top, mm-hmm. but it's kind of hard to uh, get beside it. Like Bill Paxton's great, but it's yeah, just Hudson's... too much. I just want to slap him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, he'd be the worst guy to have yeah, in a crisis. Like just, he, he just becomes like the biggest like pussy. He loses and, it uh, way too fast in that movie. It's like, dude, yeah. you're supposed to be trained for this shit, and you're already freaking out. Yeah, but um, I do love that they they do such a great job of of foreshadowing that. Yeah, you know, with him just razzing Vasquez yeah, yeah. endlessly yeah. and so forth. I was gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with Vasquez. Actually, yeah. she's yeah. like the toughest bitch ever. I love her to death. <laughs> oh man, and she's got that big smart gun wrapped around her. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't that some kind of like uh, it? They they made that out of a steady cam. It was a steady yeah. cam yeah. thing. Yeah, just put a big gun on the end of it. Yeah, yeah, because she probably couldn't lift the fucking thing. So they're like, here you go, wrap this around. Well, you. they both have them. Yeah, yeah. Drake's got one too. It's a pretty yeah. cool design, actually. It's, yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, with Vasquez for number two. Nice, Devin. Uh, for number one, I'm gonna take the obvious pick that you guys missed: the alien. Bolaji, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could pick alien. him. Yeah, <laughs> dude doesn't show up until halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah, and he, uh, still, you always remember. It's true. It was uh, Bolaji Bideo. He's uh, he's literally six foot ten. Yeah, he's a, yeah, just yeah, a yeah, monster yeah. man. I didn't. I didn't, didn't they find him in a bar or something? And yeah, they're like, yeah. "Do you want to be in a movie? Here, wear this and sweat in this rubber suit." Oh, okay, perfect. And I heard that he was really campaigning to be in the second one. Like he wanted to be the alien in all the movies, and they yeah. just kind of cast him aside. And because well, they wanted to go with more aliens, yeah, they wanted more aliens. And he thought, "Oh, well, I'm the alien. I'm going to be in all the alien movies." And it just didn't work out for him. The third, the third one, he was replaced by a computer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry to cut you off there. No, no, no. I had to go that way. And actually, Number one more character from Alien I just remembered is uh, Harry Dean Stanton's character. Harry Dean Stanton is amazing with in that the, film. Like, he's just, yeah, he's probably my second favorite character in that. And just the whole thing with, like, the cat and stuff. And he's yeah. got this like, little relationship with his little buddy there. And uh, and the classic scene where he gets eaten is just, you know, it's probably one of my favorite, like, horror pieces of the film. Absolutely. It hits all the beats that are pretty perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that he's going. You oh, know yeah, that yeah. he's going, but still, it doesn't make it any easier. He because... walks into that room, and it's like the chains are hanging down with water coming down, which doesn't make any sense. And apparently, that was one of the things that really Scott had to fight for. They, the studio was like, well, why are these chains hanging? And why is there water dripping from it? And no purpose of being on the ship. It's like but, a cooling tower. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, oh, it looks cool, and let's do it. Yeah, it's like a cooling tower yeah. with a reactor. There you go. That's what, that's what I just say. Yeah. 
blame that. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Back to number two character. Number two, I'm going to go with Paul Reiser. As uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what yeah, a was... dick! <laughs> just, just the best asshole. He's the real villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good oh, one. that's that's good. I, I'm surprised you didn't go with Newt. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they mostly come at night. Mostly, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> oh, I, I just love. Uh, I, like my favorite is when like it it doesn't even benefit him whatsoever. But he's running away, uh, and he decides to like lock the door behind him. When, when, uh, like, I mean, first off, you like you were in the protection of a bunch of mercenaries. You already know there's like hundreds of aliens here, yeah. And then you just run off on your own. <laughs> and then, second of all, it doesn't even benefit you to fuck them over at this point. Yeah. But he still just like yeah. like <laughs> locks the door on his way out, and then immediately dies. Of course, you did, Paul Reiser. <laughs> I love how you just refer to him as Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Oh fuck! I love what he what he's trying to convince Ripley too. He's a real like he's real Paul Reiser at that point. Like, <laughs> just in care, like it's it's how I like to imagine Paul Reiser is in real life. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> yeah, he he had a string of great films around this time too. Like I, I really like crazy people. I don't know if you guys are fans of that film with. With Dudley Moore and Bo, uh, sorry, um, oh, um, oh shit, I can't remember. Daryl Hannah. <laughs> Daryl Hannah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it, Dudley Moore's got all the uh, the fucking. He's making crazy ads, like you know, uh, what is it, Jaguar? Uh, for people who like hand jobs from women, they hardly know. <laughs> like all these like truthful ads, yeah. you know. Uh, and he again plays that kind of fucking dick character that like gets his friend committed and all of these things it's uh maybe it's, it's not the character it's just you're right it's been, just how been, paul reiser <laughs> yeah. is like a conniving asshole they're, they're rewriting these scripts to but, fit him better yeah. <laughs> just just what do you want me to do on the film just just be yourself paul we know you're gonna fuck everybody over anyway you're not gonna read the script you're just gonna be a complete asshole so just be paul reiser <laughs> and paul reiser as himself fucking perfect <laughs> Before we get into uh, the first one, gentlemen, I I would like to talk about the alien in all seriousness. Yeah. Since you you already started, Devin, um, for me, the alien in a lot of ways is almost he's or she it is like the um, it, it's a male because they bang the queen, right? Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for putting that in context yeah, yeah. for me. <laughs> just, just so that we're all like clear. Here. Okay, they, perfect. They could yeah. be like bees, though, right? <clears throat> they we don't do. know if they're not like bees. Well, what we, we don't know if they're not like bees. They very well could be. Could be like bees. Well, I like my theory better if they all get in line. <laughs> oh, all right. Am I still welcome here? Like, you guys want me to go? Or? Where do you even put it? Yeah. Oh, you'll find somewhere. She's got four hands, buddy. <laughs> and two mouths. At least two mouths. Queen alien gang. Perfect. Oh, I like how you said in all seriousness, and then I just took over and stole that. Nope, nope, nope. In all seriousness, Queen Alien Gangbang. They all run a train on her. Is that Alien 5? Yeah. 
Yeah, Alien Five, the train. <laughs> oh, pig roast. Oh, God. oh, fuck. Wow, well, that's off topic. Thanks for having me, man. This is real fun. I just wanted to fucking say that uh, it's become this 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 uh, the the mythos is trends. Uh, transcended the the films itself much in the way that say for example a Michael Myers or a Jason Voorhees these kinds of characters have or even like the Terminator or something like that where you have this idea of this unstoppable force uh, and and it's just for me it's fucking terrifying also kind of there's this part of me that respects it because you know I have trouble completing any task you know, I just want to kind of fucking do something else, like chill out and watch Alien. But um, in any case, I, I, I love that kind of villain, and it's done so fucking well here. Now, obviously, as you get into the later films, they, they have all all the theories on, like, you know, why the, uh, the xenomorphs look fucking different from film to film because they're interacting with different species and so on, which is really interesting, not just that we, you know, had a different costume designer and different art department, yeah. but yeah, okay, we'll go with it. Yeah, sure, <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit th- about yeah, the sure. alien, like... Wh- it, it's a pretty fucking amazing character. Just yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be here if I didn't like it. That's for sure. Yeah, it's one of the best character designs in like Hollywood oh, history, in my opinion. H.R. Geiger. Yeah. killed it. I think we have a poster around here somewhere. A Geiger poster around here. Just some of his fucking art is just next level shit. Yeah. Um, amazing. And just the the that that man's mind. I don't even know how it how it would function. And it's kind of interesting that. Um, Alejandro Jodorowsky was going to make uh, his version of Dune, mm-hmm. and pretty much the creative team that was on that, when that movie got canceled, they went and did Alien. Alien, yeah. So it's like, if that movie got made, maybe Alien would never have existed, or it would have looked completely oh. different. So That would have been... That's terrifying to think Terrifying of. to think that the Alien, as we know it, might not... Might not, not be. Might not be. Yeah. Fuck. Ooh. Got the shivers yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bumming me oh, out, Jesse. I know, man. Fuck. <laughs> Living just, in a world without the alien. Jeez. It's just E.T. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's Alien. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, man. Very different film. Oh. <sighs> Dave, oh, your thoughts I, on, on I the alien? I can't, I can't get over what I just heard. <laughs> um, well, okay, so my thoughts on the actual design of it, or my yeah, thoughts on yeah, won't. yeah, and, and and its role in like it's become tr- so transcendental in culture. Like you see it pop up in fucking cartoons and it, 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 the Simpsons and shit. You know, it's yeah. amazing. Actually, the first time I saw the alien, it was in Tiny Toons. Yeah, and they did like a parody of it, and I was like, "Whoa, cool!" And I asked my parents what it was, and or someone mentioned that it was from the movie Alien, mm-hmm. and that's why I first learned there was a movie called Alien. It was from Tiny Toons. Oh. So it's interesting how even like kids' cartoons, they're putting this character in there. Yeah, and then like I think when the third movie came out, they had like a whole toy line, which mm-hmm. is like these are R-rated movies, but they're selling toys to children. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about the, the Terminator <laughs> episode, RoboCop toys, Terminator yeah. toys, and, like RoboCop. Not to go down that road, but that's a pretty violent movie. Like, yeah, that's, that's no kids not, should be are, watching yeah. that movie. We already and, talked about my my feeling on their blood squibs, just like yeah. n- never never <laughs> done better in Hollywood again. Best squibs of all yeah. time. Fuck man. Uh, back to your question, though, I like the obviously I like the design of the alien. It's terrifying, and like especially at first, if you haven't seen it before, the first movie is very dark, so it's it's you don't really get a good look at it till the end. 
Um, but I really like that the face hugger design, the like spider, yeah. spider crab yeah. thing. It's terrifying, and but except like when they look underneath it, it looks very sexual or something. I don't know if it's supposed to look like that, but that's Geiger's mind going a little crazy there. <laughs> it looks a little. It looks yeah. I don't know, but I love the the way. The tail like wraps around the throat and you know cuts the oxygen off and only allows so much in that it that the host requires to survive. Survive, yeah. And then uh, you can't get it off because the grip is just so powerful. I I love the idea of it. I like the idea of of the, you know the host and even the chest burster. You know it's it's fun. Yeah, you know, it's kind of cool. I it like... didn't take me out of the film. No, I like, even there's... seeing it so yeah. many years removed from the actual, yeah. you know, and knowing what could be done at that time with like, because when we were kids, like T two was coming out and things right. like that. It, 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 it still looked amazing. Still looks amazing yeah. now. Very cool. One of yeah. the best scenes. Yeah, the first one now it kind of looks weird. You can see, like the the metal teeth. It looks almost like you can see strings and shit. But you know, the second one for sure because it's <clears> the way they showed it. I, I think it was a better design. It had arms and stuff. But the other thing that's confusing about that. Well, we're going to get into that in a minute because <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. Uh-oh. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but really quick, uh, the chest burster thing. The only thing that's confusing is, like, how come in, like, 42 seconds it, it becomes a full-grown adult? That must be the most painful growth spurt of all time. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Like growing pain. That's why it's so pissed off. Oh, and geez. it's hungry. Oh, <laughs> I'm a teenager. Because in the first one, I don't think it eats anything. I don't think it eats anything until it's yeah. full, grown. full grown. So what the hell? Imagine that. You just come out of like your host and then you're just constantly, oh, I can't think about that. That would hurt. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. I your like... host, a.k.a. mom. Oh yeah! You just as soon as you come out within five minutes, you're my size now. She's like, "Holy fuck, you're disgusting! I can't believe you're in there." <laughs> oh, Do you have man. any thoughts on the aliens? I mean, sir? one of the details that I've always liked about it um, is that looking at it, it's like there's there's almost no um, like uh, no basis for its its um, its sensory kind of perception of you. Like it's got no eyes, it's got no ears, it's it's got it, it no no seemingly no nose, and and yet mm-hmm. it just it finds exactly where you are and then kills you there. Like <laughs> it it's just it like how how scary that thought is that that like you you, you don't even know how it's doing it and <laughs> and you know in in some movies they'll have you know like in Predator the the heat vision idea yeah. or in um. You know, in some movies they'll they'll make like the the big ears or something like that, and it'll be suggested that it can hear where you are, or or they'll or, show like a, a view supposed to be of the creature. Or yeah. So they, then you're like, oh, it uses heat. Okay. They kind of fucked that up in three, I guess, with the alien yeah. using the regular room. camera and then just rolling it around the tunnels and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think it can see like that, but yeah. you know, I see what they're doing. Yeah, but, that's that, and that is a. I I am a big fan of like killer POV shots. Like, yeah, and we'll get to it down the road. I know you want to get in on that. Uh, some of the early uh, Canuck exploitation stuff, oh, like yeah. fucking Black <laughs> Christmas. Love that shit. Uh, and that's one of the first killer POVs. But yeah, it does not fucking work at all mm-hmm. for Alien, which is why it's not part of this fucking uh, yeah. versus episode <laughs> for it's, Alien Three. <laughs> it's just a great scary idea that you you don't know how yeah. you don't know how you can hide from this thing because you don't you don't know, know how it's, how it's in, you yeah. to begin with. Yeah, like that's that's a a great maybe unintentional con like. Uh, um, yeah, no, you're right. Con, con, uh, I don't know. Maybe an unintentional coincidence. 
It's it's the ideal hunter, really. Yeah. You don't know. As you said, you don't know how to defend yourself from it. And it's camouflage in the dark is pretty... Mm, pretty yeah. solid, yeah. The fact that it kind of moves through, like, the corridors and stuff and the vent systems. It could be anywhere. It could get, mm. get around the ship, no problem. And you don't really know... You can't really hear it when it's moving and stuff. So it's yeah. the silent predator. Like, one thing that's confusing, though, is... I don't want to, like, shit on this movie at all. Like, trust me. I, I, yeah. I'm going to say something that I don't mean to be, like... Anyway, whatever. We know so, how much you love this film. What I don't understand... These films. <laughs> ...is at the beginning of Alien, the lights are on and they show the pods of them kind yeah. of waking up. So there are lights on the ship. But well, presumably, nobody in that turns room. the lights on. Because that would help a lot. Maybe it's fucking blind in the light. Maybe it's, you know, one of those. Yeah. But uh, it's just, I don't know, because as I said, the camouflage in the chains, it's because it's fucking dark. If they're looking for it and they turn the lights on, like, oh, there's a big fucking alien right there. Better fucking go this way. You know what I mean? Mm. So, I don't know. But again, I don't want to. How how big is the Nostromo? Oh, it's a city. It's 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 gigantic. It's huge. And I mean, we're talking about a freight company. Like yeah. this isn't, you know. So yeah, like, I guess you're right. It's like what? a refinery. Like, They're always dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's very possible that that room is just lit completely. Yeah, differently. just so people when people wake up. Same as like, the oh. the kitchen. The kitchen's well lit. <laughs> That's true. And the fucking thank God the the fucking. Uh, ER is really yeah. fucking operating. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah, you don't want to really. Yeah, they're trying to do surgery yeah. in the dark. They're like, how do we get this off? Do I stab him in the eye like I just did by accident? <laughs> <laughs> like I just did by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I got a flashlight oh, over fuck. here. Uh, what are we talking about again? Oh, uh, the alien. <laughs> right, uh, man. This happens every time I'm here. I just get so caught up in something. <laughs> mm, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh All right, gentlemen, you want to get into the first film? Let's do oh, it. Yeah. All right, so 1979 Ridley Scott's Alien. Um beautiful film. Yeah. Love this film. Uh I can't fucking lay enough praise on it. Uh what do we got here? IMDb has it at 8.5, Metacritic at 83, Rotten Tomatoes 97%. Yeah, Ron Tomatoes Damn. knows where it's at on this one. Yeah, <laughs> they were paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> well, eight point five is a fantastic score on IMDb. In not good seasons. enough. <laughs> not for that movie. Not for nineteen seventy nine. No. Yeah, exactly. That's no way. That's the thing. Um, and we've talked about Metacritic. Sometimes, a lot of the times, when you have people because they're uh, they're they're collecting reviews nationwide so you end up with these critics that generally review art house pieces you know reviewing doing a quick review for a local paper or something like that <clears throat> on alien and and you end up skewing the numbers so heavily that the only for me i only really use that site i use that site heavily but to to just sift through reviews yeah. not to look at the scores and that score is 83 so that's actually like that's like a hundred and forty percent on any other mm. site. In all seriousness, because there's probably a ton of fucking people who don't like this kind of movie at all that had to just write something about it because they're being yeah. fucking paid to. Or they watched like now. a TBS version of it and they're like, "Well, that's your problem right there." All censored and what <laughs> they didn't actually watch the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get into it, gentlemen. Uh, I already said that. Let's let's actually do it this time. <laughs> oh, okay, sweet. Um, there, there's a lot to talk about. We've already touched on that, that great opening sequence, uh, uh, or rather the, the first scene that you see humans, 
um, where you see Ian, Ian Holmes' character kind of going around and waking everybody up, and and uh, and them getting out. And at this point in the film, in all seriousness, like I assumed that either uh, John Hurt or Tom Skerritt were the lead. Yeah, I completely I, I Sigourney Weaver, who mm. you know I'm I'm fucking eight years old when I first see this film, um, which probably explains a lot. Uh, and it, it blew my mind. Like you said, Jesse, when I, when we got that kind of bait and switch and you realize pretty quickly, of course, that John Hurt maybe isn't going to make it. No, he's he's going, he's the first (laughs) one. He's not making the best decisions here, but yeah. Um, and you endear yourself to Ripley as she starts to show this strength, you know, I'm not letting you in all of these things. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I'm overwhelmed with thoughts. You guys just jump in whenever you want. <laughs> um, amazing cast, uh, visually stunning, particularly for the time. And I am not a Ridley Scott fan. You know, with the, uh, over the years, people have convinced me more and more that he is a, a good filmmaker. But His I, good movies are great, but some of them just aren't aren't so great. Yeah, I feel like he's a bit haphazard by nature. Yeah, they're not all winners, but yeah. both, there's some classics in there for sure. Absolutely. And it's going to make this decision actually very hard for me because Cameron, although also not my favorite filmmaker, is traditionally a little more consistent. But we'll see what happens. Um, I love the aesthetic to go back to this opening scene. Very almost harkening back to like 2001 or something like that. This white, clean, sterile room, this idea of the future. And then very quickly flipping it on its head and seeing all this like industrial, gritty, dirty and seeing how they can coexist. And I've never seen that before. Uh, you know, and, and even now, I can't think of anything that does it so well. Yeah. That has these two worlds uh, coexisting. Maybe fucking Blade Runner. Yeah. In all seriousness. The thing I th- found interesting, it's it's kind of like a blue collar crew. They're not scientists. They're yeah. not, you know, they're just, they're truckers, basically. They're, they're yeah. trucking this stuff all over the universe. And... um it was kind of interesting. Like, the first time they've kind of done that. Like a lot, it's traditionally in fifties movies, there was always like these egghead scientist types, and these guys are just hanging out, swearing, smoking cigarettes in space, which is like <laughs> every scene they're just smoking like crazy, like I can't hacking even darts. Smoke and on it, an airplane. It's like yeah, you can't smoke on an airplane. What makes you think you can smoke on a spaceship? So <laughs> space cops. So it, it takes place in the future, but it's definitely you're like, gonna like roll a, the window <laughs> down if you want to smoke in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely got that 70s blue color kind of vibe to it yeah. which 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 was pretty pretty cool yeah like that aspect of it yeah i like the i like how they don't that when they wake up they think they're home or they're on their way home or yeah. whatever and then they're eating dinner and someone's like oh by the way uh Distress call, something yeah. happened we're we're only halfway home so we got to go deal with this and they're like fuck you oh know, shit <laughs> i've been sleeping for like four years <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so yeah it, it, and you you alluded to uh, the the dark in this, and when you're talking about the kind of budget that this film was made for, how much was the budget again? The, the budget was uh, eight point four million, and originally it was only four point two million. But uh, the strength of the really Scott storyboards was so strong that the yeah. studio was like, "Here's twice as much money." And four million <laughs> only went into building the derelict, and they're like, "Shit, we spent all the money on the derelict." <laughs> <laughs> we forgot about the Nostromo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That space jockey set alone was one of the bigger. It was the biggest pieces. set. Yeah. Like, uh, well, one of the biggest that I can think of. Yeah. Apparently, part of it like burned down at one point. They had to rebuild some stuff, and that kind of 
put a bit over budget. Yeah, and and to completely change the subject because I don't care. The dark is cool, amazing way to save money. But let's get into the space jockey a little yeah. bit. And the fact that for fucking twenty years or more than that, almost thirty years, in all yeah. seriousness, we we were all in it, like an entire culture just captivated with like what is this fucking thing? yeah the how long was thing? it sitting there for do <laughs> yeah. they ever explain that because it's all decomposed and they that distress call has probably been going on for like you know yeah. 40 years because they don't get to that point in prometheus maybe in the upcoming yeah. sequel we'll see something it's, well it's lines. clearly been a long time right mm-hmm. for all we know that signal's been going on since they they started their their mining yeah. project yeah. whatever i don't know mm. Whatever I'm saying makes any sense to anybody, but I, I know what I'm trying to get at. So it's been there for a long time. Long fucking time. Because yeah. in Prometheus, it has skin, and in this movie, it's just bones. Yeah. So, cool. But, and then you don't know how big it is, too, because at first it looks big, and then they get right up close, and they're like, oh, it's it's not that big. It's still big. Then, it's still, it's still big, pretty big. Yeah. Dude's like 10 feet tall or some yeah. shit. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then it's kind of cool that those, the, the, did the derelict? It's kind of just kind of like a guess until until we know. Was it did the derelict ship pick up these eggs so they could study them? It's very possible. Or was there like uh, an infestation on their ship, and then the aliens decided to breed there? Right. It could have been either way. They could have been researching these things too, or for all we know, they got one of those face huggers and it happened to you know give birth to eight million of the damn things or whatever yeah so i don't know that's kind of it's uh it's prometheus's canon i mean it is they made uh they made the eggs and they were gonna sort of like a weapon to kill us yeah they were bringing them to to kill us uh, yeah but but at the time Alien came out, none of us would know. Yeah. I'd what really re- like to imagine that Prometheus <laughs> isn't canon. For yeah, a I like lot Prometheus because yeah, that because that way Idris Elba's character that wouldn't exist in the film series, but it, we, we would still be alive, and that's <laughs> that's important to me. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Uh, okay, so then what happens? Um, are we? Oh, we're not going through this. Yeah, we shouldn't go scene for this, scene. This we've gone down forever. this road. Okay, yeah, before. we've done this many times, and it's been like three hours long. <laughs> um, do you want to quickly do a round of favorite scenes? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And then maybe we should talk a little about about the Nostromos in all seriousness as well before we move on. Sure. But we'll see. We'll play it by ear. Jesse, you want to kick us off? Favorite scene? Um, probably one of my favorites is when uh, it's first discovered that Ash is an android. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I was totally going to go there. Oh, I'll beat you to it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, sitting in that seat next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I was a kid, I didn't know that was going to happen. And it's just like the craziest shit. All of a sudden, they're knocking this dude's heads off. And there's like milk and shit <laughs> pouring out of him. Yeah. And it's actually interesting because I watched it with my roommate about a month ago. And he had no idea. Like he knew nothing about the movie. And he actually pointed something out early in the movie. He's always drinking milk. Yeah. And I never noticed that all the times I watched it. And I wanted to tell him, oh, well, wait do you see what happens. I'm like, no, nope, I'm going to sit with it and see. And then it's a sure thing when it happens. He's like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then it really kind of – you get more of an idea that the corporation is really truly evil, that they put this thing there as a fail-safe to make sure that – you know, yeah, it knows the whole time why yeah. they're on the mission. Yeah, you yeah. can't rely on a human. And they age. lied to yeah. everybody about what they're doing. Like, yeah, that's cool. And just uh, yeah, when they got his head up on the uh, on the table and he's talking, like the, the special effects are kind of shit when it goes from one to the other. But it's just a, such an iconic image of just this severed android head talking to them and being you know, like, "Oh yeah, so this is what's going on." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
And that's my favorite scene. Yeah. Dave? Well, the obvious is Sigourney Weaver getting dressed at the end into the <laughs> space suit. Also and good. you're like, where are we going with this? Like, I'm not going to complain, but, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just fucking around. That was... You know, seventies body is a little. I'm more used to the new, the new wave women. <laughs> new wave, if you women. know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll have to probably. I like the scene where Dallas is in the vents. Yeah. And they're all panicking because mm. they know that the, the, their motion tracker is going off, and he has no fucking idea. And he's obviously, <laughs> I couldn't imagine how terrified you'd be in a situation like that. Yeah. And then uh, you assume he's dead, but turns out he's not. I don't know if you've talk about the director's cut or not but he's not actually dead there's no trace of blood they mentioned there's no trace of blood yeah and then he pops up again at the end only on the director's cut but anyway him running through the tunnels that was terrifying that's probably why i'm gonna go with that is the most uh stressful part to watch because the idea of being chased by something like that That, yeah (laughs) you know like Devin already said you don't know how it's tracking you and you know it's going and to fucking And then when he turns you. around with the flashlight and it's just there, you're like, oh. Like, you you know that's coming, but it still gets you. Yeah. I think that's the first time you really get a good look at the alien as well when he turns around. Yeah. And it's like, up to that point, yeah. you really don't really see much, so. A lot of shadows up until that point. Yeah. A lot of shadows, a lot of darkness. <laughs> Which is effective. Oh, yeah. And one thing that, that and we'll get into it sh- shortly, I'm sure, um, that that I would have liked to have seen a l- little bit more utilized, and I know that you can't put the veil back on. You've already, you know, revealed the alien. You can't have that same impact. But uh, in the second film, as much as it still is very tense for the same kind of reasons, um, seeing those the many aliens so clearly sometimes maybe takes away for me. I you know I'm I, but I don't know because I still love it. Like when you're watching it, you don't think about this shit. No. Devin, favorite scene? Um, I like uh, at the end after she uh, after Ripley activates the self destruct sequence. I've always really loved um, just like the the atmosphere that that creates. So, I mean, not a specific scene. I guess a whole sequence. Yeah. Just like the um, when she's trying to cancel it. Uh, oh. No, no, no. When when like just the the um, the self destruct sequence like sound like that. Whoop. Oh, like and great. then the like the calm woman's yeah, voice yeah. just being like just so you know you're going to die soon oh okay <laughs> we should probably change what the computer says just to... <laughs> there's just steam blasting out everywhere yeah. there's all those like really kind of dimmed uh yeah. yellow um beacons uh yeah just everywhere and it's just it creates such a, a heavy tension like that that uh just I I've has really stayed with me like that. That's what, what I find most memorable, uh, memorable about this movie is just that, that, um, you know, on top of everything, it's like on top of the, the tension of like, you know, you're, you're running from the alien on top of like, you know, the, the crew is dead and there was an Android trying to kill us and like all of this stuff building up. And now it's like, Oh, also the the ship is going to blow up and, and you gotta, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Mm Mm-hmm. No, it's great. Um, my my favorite scene has to be the the chestburster scene. Like, just it's it's classic. fucking classic. Oh yeah, you know, just you know, you you have everyone's so relieved. You know, when when they think Kane's okay, and they're all sitting around the table, they're eating they're and laughing. having a great time <laughs> and so forth. And then he's yeah, exactly. he's laughing up until the very last like <laughs> second oh, before oh, he realizes. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> 
And then just down on the table, they rip open his shirt and boom, and out it comes. And as much as it, it, in a way, it goes from bad heartburn to death, like pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Pass me the uh, the Pepto bit. Oh wait, no, this is something else. This is something else. Okay, but yeah, and 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 then there's something. Even even though maybe some people argue it doesn't look great, I disagree entirely. There's something just uh, menacing about that. The just the little fucking disgusting, yeah, running around that fucking yeah, Yeah. weaselly sound it fucking makes, and it's just you. You're honestly you're doing that. You're you're reacting when you're watching the film like there is a small creature fucking running around on the ground. You putting your feet up on the fucking couch or whatever you're watching it on, and you're freaking out that way. And uh, it, it, it's it's one of the most iconic villain reveals for me for sure. Um, in 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 the genre for sure. I feel. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, and I find it interesting that um. A lot of the cast didn't exactly know what was going to happen when they filmed that. They set up like four cameras. And they knew something was going to happen, but they didn't know the blood was going to spray in their face. Yeah, that was like, all actual reaction. Yeah, so a lot of the reaction is just like legit, like their eyes bulging out and freaking out. That's that's the actual reaction to it. So, that's the yeah. best way to do something like that because, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, and that is something that I will praise both uh, Cameron and Scott for is that they're when you go through their filmography. And you look at the stories behind the scenes. There are a lot of stories that are are reminiscent of exactly that. Yeah, they they understand much like we talked about in the Kubrick episode, which uh, there is a slight tie-in with with Kubrick uh, with Alien uh, Aliens, um, but uh, a director who understands the human condition uh, is it. It, it's like the most important part. Like they almost have to have a little bit of a poet or a musician or something or a painter in them, which obviously Cameron does. Painted the fucking Terminator. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we tell you. Yeah. This is what I want. Make it. <laughs> is that picture available on the internet? I couldn't find it anywhere. I don't know, man. I hear I heard it in a uh, uh, fucking Stan Winston interview. I, I would love to see. Did that. he draw the uh, the naked chick from Titanic too? Because he filmed that. Yeah, one, he man. did draw her. Yeah, did he? He did draw. I was only her. kidding. Yeah. That's totally backfired on. Him. <laughs> <laughs> he draws Linda Hamilton instead. Oops. Oh shit. Oops. Wrong girl. <laughs> Cue the music again. <clears throat> Um, yeah, that, good fucking movie, man. And it's amazing. Like you're, when you look at the size of the cast, you look at the budget, you look at all of the, all of the studio pressure, uh, and all the constraints that they're working under. And this film is fucking perfect. It, yep. it It's almost perfect. I consider it to be a perfect film. It, yeah. it hits all the beats it needs to hit. Yeah. It's, uh, aside from slightly bad special effects to the day, but. It's still iconic and stuff, so yeah. I'd say a perfect movie in my I opinion. I feel like the pacing couldn't be better if you tried. Oh yeah, even though people often say that the it's it it it, it lulls because you know, but that's that's the that's the intensity you know yeah, yeah. slowly ramping up. That's the most satisfying satisfying scare. The monotony and the boringness of space. You kind of yeah. get you know you kind of get your guard down, and then something's going to come out at you. Yeah, kind of I feel like it's absolutely perfect. I actually saw it in the theater when they did a re-release, and some nice. jackass behind yeah. me was all like, oh, this is so boring. Oh, can we leave? I'm like, oh, dude, just fucking leave. Yeah, <laughs> like, just shut the fuck up. Like, come leave, on. Some yeah. of us are trying to enjoy this here. So, yeah, some people do say that it's kind of the boring one of the series, but yeah, well, it just it takes They're long, not welcome here. Yeah. It takes a long time for them to lay it out. They can't just... 
Like it takes forty five minutes before anything happens, and like I'm okay with that because it's it, it's so it's fucking the beginning. Yeah, it's a slow it's burn. It's the beginning of the whole thing. They can't just be like, <laughs> oh yeah, so these guys wake up and then oh yeah, some thing comes on their spaceship. Like there's got to be a big build up. And you're then... now the second person to say slow burn on the show, and the first person said it four hundred fucking times. <laughs> so hey Nick, how are you? Hashtag slow burn. Right, right on. on. I I I get it if if you know what's coming. I mean, I, I certainly would like to just forget the entire movie so that I could watch it again as somebody who has never seen the movie. Oh, that would be a treat. <laughs> In the theater to experience yeah. it like it was meant to be. Like, yeah, so like I can I can understand maybe, you know, somebody from from that standpoint being like, you know, well, I, I know what's going to happen, so what's, what's the point? But even, I, I mean... Even then, myself, I mean, I, I can't even yeah. picture having having that, that kind of a feeling about it. God. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, you want to take a little break, come back, and get into aliens? Aliens. Right. Cool. Plural. I just want to take a second and thank you guys for reaching out to us and yelling at us. Uh, please continue to do so. Uh, it's your input that led to this episode getting put on the slate, and it means so very much to us every time we get to make a new internet compadre. So, again, thank you. You complete me. All right, so we're back, and let's do it. Aliens. Um... Fuck, man. I love this film. <laughs> IMDb has it at 8.4. So literally, uh, you know, a tenth of a, like one decimal point less than fucking uh, uh, Alien. Uh, Metacritic has it higher, 87. And Rotten Tomato at 98, 1% higher on, on Rotten Tomato. Well, that's just crazy. This is, yeah. That's insane. That's, yeah. I already don't agree with that. <laughs> okay, no. we've all kind of revealed our uh, our position <laughs> for the end of the episode here. <laughs> well, yeah, it all it all depends if you're into you know action or thriller, really. You know, or, or you yeah. know what I mean. It's hard to really compare these movies at all, as we talked about already, and, yeah. and that's the main thing. They're both fantastic. Mm -hmm. It just depends what you're in the mood for. Yeah. Now, Dave, I. We already had this discussion, so I apologize, because now you're going to have to do it on microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... But I wanted to vent some of my gripes uh, that I had, that we've talked about, both today and, you know, in preparation for this episode, kind of, and and uh, you've kind of knocked every single one of them down. So I wanted to kind of go back and... and, and like and, in an asshole way, or like just like... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I said, what the fuck? And you said, fuck you. And then that was the really? end of the conversation. No. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> If that ever happened, I'm, I'm I no, apologize. But I want to hit some of these points because we've all talked about this now, and and you guys have sh shed a lot of light on this film, a film that I do love, but that I've always had some gripes with. Um, the first of which that I, I wouldn't mind touching on before we get into a round of favorite scenes and so forth um, is uh, Geiger not coming back to the project. Um, now, Dave, you talked about issues in the early stages with costumes and so forth and that yeah. this was a contributor to redesigning the fucking alien i i or the xenomorph i don't I remember so i i should know this but part of me thinks that there is a big that 
uh, James Cameron didn't even invite Geiger out yeah, for this movie because I, I, he doesn't even I've thank him. Story. Doesn't even thank him in the liner notes or no. the credits. Like he does, there's no acknowledgement. No, and, and Geiger's the whole reason he, uh, James Cameron had what he had to work with. Exactly. Um, there was also issues with uh, the the molds of the heads from the original one being so smooth they they cracked a lot. The fiberglass or whatever they were using, uh, so he changed the design slightly. He didn't change the alien. He just changed, made it more rigid so it was a stronger build. Yeah. Maybe Geiger was like, no, 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 that's, that ain't cool. The shape I don't, and so forth. I don't yeah. know, but part of me thinks James Cameron or James Cameron's just a fucking asshole, really. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I don't he want did him actually, here. he left this project, didn't he? Like he wrote half the script and then told them like, fuck it, I'm going to film Terminator. And then they fucking waited for him. Yeah. Like most directors, and he hadn't directed anything at that point. It's like most fucking writers and directors, if you're like, hey guys, I'm going to take a piss. They're like, you're fired. We're replacing you. Right. And this fucking guy goes and films another goddamn movie. <laughs> well, they read the script and they're like, oh. They, yeah, we'll wait well, for they, you. They yeah, read this, the this first fucking good. 80 pages or whatever he had. No, 80 the, pages. Yeah, whatever it was. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, this is great. We'll wait for you. Yeah. Well, I guess they, at that point, they had already waited what? Because the, the sequel, because uh, you got to figure that's 84 or that's 83. Sorry. Yeah, is, uh, so, seven years. Yeah. Really. So, yeah. Between. One thing that I was going to mention when we were talking about just the design of the alien, uh, and I I wasn't actually even aware that Geiger wasn't a part of this, yeah. um, was the um, the set pieces uh, in number two. Mm. I, I find so terrifying that that look of of like those walls with with almost um, like the cocoon, yeah, the walls yeah. and the. Yeah, yeah, like it's a hive now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're making it. Uh, they're making it theirs, and it and it's like the perfect camouflage too. Because like, there's that one part where, um, uh, when when they're first going into the the reactor level, uh, to try and figure out what happened to the people, and just that one alien just kind of pops out of the wall and just grabs. Uh, <laughs> Yoink! Like, yeah, just... <laughs> oh yeah, and, he... and now. <laughs> He had the explosives too, and that's that's been all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's no good. Yeah, but it's it's uh, it's a terrifying look, and I mean it, it's very um, very Geiger. Uh, yeah. The the and those set pieces weren't in like there was nothing like that in the first film. So. Yeah, the first one was just the ship, just and, a regular ship, a lot of stainless steel, and that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I. All right, next gripe that I have with this film. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Is the kind of cop-out nature of just how do we ramp this up? Well, let's just make more aliens. I hear this fairly commonly, too. Now, I don't concur with this one, but I do hear it fairly commonly that that they decided, you know, that, that people have gripes with the fact that what they loved about the first one was this unstoppable force. And then in the, in the second film, they are much like we talked about with the Terminator episode, as you progress through the sequels, they seem to get uh, increasingly easier to kill uh, for a time. And then they kind of revert back as we get into some of, some of the later films and so forth. And, and they're not wrong. I don't give a fuck, but they're not wrong. And same with the the ensemble cast growing much larger. Now, I understand why. Again, I'm not complaining about it. But a lot of people do say that this is – everything that they loved about the first film is gone from the second film. 
Yeah, but James Cameron's smart like that. He's not going to make the same movie that Ridley Scott did so they can be compared to. Yeah. So he had a completely different approach so you can't really get mad at him. Yes. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? He knew if he if he wrote Alien again, yeah. people would be like, what? Hold on. Was that a working title? That's the exact same movie I just saw. <laughs> so he went, fuck it. Let's just, you know, get some guns this time and then no one, no one can compare it. Yeah. And then we'll make some big ass thing at the end. And, and that's the... Yeah. Yeah, and then what are you going to do? Yeah. And they're, like, easier to kill, but also because they have such crazy weapons. And mm. the first one, they didn't really have much weaponry. They just had that flamethrower. So this kind of a, you know, different spin on it where there's more of them, but they got more hardware to take care of them with. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. And they dynamic. got that tank. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that looks like the original thing. Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Which is fucking solid. Yeah, I like that thing. I love that thing. I think it's kind of a like we talked about this before, but but kind of the perfect formula for for a sequel to to you know a suspenseful kind of um, uh, small scale uh, first film or smaller scale mm-hmm. uh, first film like the um, the the way we talk about uh, or or what um, the discussion we had around uh, Jurassic Park yeah where um, Jurassic Park one. It's building towards this this reveal of yes. you know, like not showing you the raptors, just showing you the the thing coming up, and the T Rex taking so long to you know they're just waiting there watching a goat, and then all of a sudden when it gets screen time, it's it's just it's amazing. But then in the second film, you you've seen dinosaurs. That. Yeah. What are you what are you going to show me now? So you you raise the stakes, and now it's not about you know one t-rex or or anything like that it's about every dinosaur all over the goddamn place Mm. and and in the same way and you're having fun in that world as opposed to just existing in that same world that the first film created exactly and i mean i think aliens is like the perfect formula for for a a sequel in that regard where it's Mm. just like you raise the stakes so much Mm -hmm. uh on on both sides like just just so many more people involved so many more aliens uh uh involved and and actually you know in the first movie it was it was, it was uh, the suspense was was created by like you know this is a crew that's unprepared for mm. for what they're facing and the second one it's like you're you're totally prepared so what would happen like mm. you still right. get your ass kicked because aliens are awesome yeah <laughs> These are all very valid points, but I think I actually figured it out while you guys were talking, and uh, so I've dismissed all your ideas. <laughs> oh, so you weren't listening to us. Wonderful. Thanks. Um, my thought is that uh, because the the xenomorph is dependent on the host, well, um, actually just John Hurt is so fucking amazing that you can't kill him. <laughs> and and so his his subsequent xenomorph is just better than every other xenomorph. It makes sense to me. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I was really hope like this is gonna sound bad, but I was really hoping that kid had one in like the one of the aliens. Yeah, because that would just like change like the it, whole he, movie. It, like she was an incubator. Like she, you yeah. know what I mean? Because that would just make it so like dramatic. Like oh, that poor kid. Especially just the nature of <laughs> yeah. the relationship with Ripley, because Newt is like the surrogate for her daughter, who's who died, died. Like, nine hundred years, 50, yeah, fifty six <laughs> yeah. years, whatever. Yeah, and I love that as well. That it's just. In the original cut, it's literally just like, your daughter's dead. Okay, so aliens, you know, fucking, and then people complain in the fucking director's cut about how it's drawn out. Like, literally.
literally it's they they did less than the military would and like send you a letter thank you whatever it's just your daughter's dead fuck you we found her um she's dead oh okay great thank you yeah yeah your daughter died of old age while you were in space not aging floating around (laughs) yeah that would suck too yeah no one wants to outlive their children Especially now in that circumstances. <laughs> no, especially while you're I'm off. I'm 150 like, years old now. <laughs> she looks so fucking good oh, for 150, bad. though. That's, yeah, that that's is, a that yeah. that is a fucking milf right there. That's, that's what that point. is. This is true. Yeah, a great, great a gilf. gilf. <laughs> oh god, the triple great, G. Great, great gilf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of G's on that gilf. I do her. <laughs> Bold uh, statement. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, that's I not, concur entirely. <clears throat> we're we're. I don't care. I, I, kinda, <laughs> I, I, like, I like that though, as a, as um, uh, like I was saying, you know, um, Paul Reiser being being one of my favorite uh, favorite pieces of the second film. Yeah, the fact that that's like, you know, yeah, he, he can't so, even empathize. He's so nonchalant like, yeah. about it. He's like, do you like, do you Sorry. know how long you were asleep? Like, oh, did nobody tell you? Yeah. Like, yeah, do you know? Do nobody? Like, yeah, everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, deal with it. Right. Every, everything do you you, go you back know, to this planet, because yeah. we got yeah. this. <laughs> Everyone that you've ever known, oh, they're long gone. Like, like, <laughs> like you got nothing to worry about. This We're is your only fresh friends start now. To you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, and then wanna... she just picks up and gets a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my daughter's dead. Better update my resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last entries from like 1994. <laughs> The last time I was a hostess, I was a bartender. <laughs> so let me drive that fucking power loader, will ya? Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. I love that fucking scene. The power loader is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, like it seems kind of, uh, it's not very utilitarian in design, I will admit, but it's fucking wicked. I don't, I don't like, like the foreshadowing that it does because you know, you're like, oh, she's yeah, definitely going to need gonna, that yeah. later. Like, thank God she's got a, you know, a license for it because she's going to need yeah, that. Thing. If she didn't have a license, yeah. she wouldn't yeah, be allowed to like, use it. Oh, no, she's, no, no. she's just trying to situation. start it. Can't even find the propane bottle. Where do we turn this fucking thing on? <laughs> <laughs> when they're doing the presentation at the beginning, when they're talking about like what the mission is, when yeah. she's in the, the and when she's, when she's explaining what she did. To, uh, yeah. Oh, right. Because right, 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 she's, right. she's, uh, at that point they're trying to put her in jail for destroying yeah, the yeah, they haven't talked she's about trying the they're yet. reviewing the whole thing as to why she destroyed the the strong they're yeah. smoking space in space again though aren't they isn't oh. that, like that boardroom is just full of smoke yeah. again yeah. <laughs> yeah. guys i think one was smoking a cigar they didn't know point. about vaping and stuff back then <laughs> like when they made the film yeah 25% of this space station is just oxygen scrubbers. Yeah. <laughs> everybody on board is just hacking oh. darts like 18 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all immortal it's the future. now. That's we cured you got, cancer. Yeah, you why do you think we did that? Yeah. <laughs> so we could smoke. We have little robots in our blood that heal us. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Oh, shit. We're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, I like the the idea of I I know they just did this for um just to make the visuals better so no one's wearing big helmets and stuff like that but the idea of that atmosphere generator mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a cool idea yeah it kind of had to happen though because if, if they were all wearing the the same outfit that they went yeah. in number one there'd be no no chance <laughs> and you also can't move just... you're getting caught on everything <laughs> no thanks <laughs> so and also you you always have this problem in all seriousness where you just have a, you'd have a fucking room full of actors being like well why the fuck am I in this movie then if no one's gonna see my face yeah yeah yeah. Um, 
Do you want to do a round of favorite scenes, gentlemen? Sure. Yeah. I'll go last this time, so I don't Okay. Steal <laughs> uh, Devons, you want to kick us off? Um... Bill Paxton falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> just And like the kid being there with the fucking helmet on, just so chill. Like fucking Newt is having no problem with this, and you are being a little dandy about it. Game just, over, man. They're t- Game yeah, over, man. They're talking about like they're talking about how fucked up everything is, and every, everybody like it's finally at a point where it's like you 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 have hope for so long. Um, that, that, you know, there's, we've got like a, a, a goddamn battle cruiser in space. Like what, how could this possibly? Yeah. And it's, it's been them up to this point, just being so fucking confident until yeah. that first confrontation <laughs> and they just all immediate, well, he immediately falls apart. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And he, he, he talks shit about Newt during that whole diatribe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like why doesn't, uh, cause she, cause he, uh, stupid he, fucking kid. <laughs> shut up. No, cause uh, how does it work? Um, fuck. Uh, cause, uh, Ripley go uh, says that this little girl survived on this ship for however many days, et cetera, et cetera. Not a ship, the colony. Uh, sorry. Yeah. On the colony for however many days. And then, uh, with, without weaponry and, and then he said, well, okay, well like send her after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, she, he talks shit about nude, but who doesn't, you know, it's not the best character. And well, he gets mad when she says affirmative. He's like, you don't even know what that fucking means. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. I Yeah. I, I like that too. That that whole sequence where. Because you, you, at first you think he's going to be one of the tougher guys because he's teasing Vasquez and all this shit. You're like, oh, this guy's going to be like the fucking bro of the movie. Yeah. And then you're right. He just, yeah. He falls apart. Yeah. And it's so interesting how in that very scene, it's you you get Michael Bean's kind of separation from the rest of the cast for mm. the first time. Which is so cool because up until that point, as much as you, you kind of get the impression that he's... Um, you know, like there's a romantic stirring between Ripley and, and, and him. Like, it's just, there's, uh, that's the first moment that you actually see this kind of, uh, flushed out character or fleshed out character being defined instead of just another soldier, you know, which is so interesting and, and, and makes him my favorite. Like, that moment is where everything changes in that film. Much like kind of halfway through the first film, Ripley all of a sudden just takes over. Not that Ripley didn't just take over from the start in this film, but um, you get to see uh, another character who just takes control much in the same way that Ripley did in the first. And it's great. It's great. But that's not my scene. Dave, you're next. Um, There's two... For different reasons, I'll, I'll be brief. Um, I like Gorman uh, when he's sitting in the in the tank and he's kind of telling everyone what to do, but he's doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just lay the, he's lay the completely fucking... dropping the ball, and he's just you can see him panicking. Like I've never, I didn't think I'd, I'd get into this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and tell him to like and shoot then, the, the flamethrower. Yeah, and then yeah, Ripley yeah, yeah. starts driving. He's like, "What the fuck? Are you fucking <laughs> serious? We're not going in there, you stupid bitch! <laughs> fucking forget about it." And then he gets knocked out. I like that too because he's supposed to be the leader and he's 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 just gonna let his team die because he doesn't want to sacrifice himself. He's the absolute opposite of what a uh, commander, whoever's in charge, should ever be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. And then for a brief scene, it just for the visual effect is when Newt's in the sewer and then yeah. it comes out of the water 
like oh, the way the way that cool they brought shot. it up tail first like whoever the puppeteer was for that because like it'd be a guy in a suit but there'd also be somebody pulling on the tail yeah to, to make it move uh the whoever the puppeteer was or whoever the team was that did that it, it moved perfectly it flowed and it was terrifying absolutely because you knew something was going to happen but i didn't i you know i didn't think something would be right there and then now you know it can swim and be silent You're like okay these things can fucking swim now mm. so when alien resurrection came out it was like oh yeah they can swim we already know this so, yeah 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 anyway so those two uh, i don't know i don't get not even two, sharks but, are safe yeah exactly <laughs> um gorman uh, uh kind of foreshadowed uh I, I always love um just there's this whole crew of like really tough mercenaries and he's like sweating buckets <laughs> on the drop ship and they're yeah. like how many drops is yeah. this for you 38. Simulated. Simulated, yeah. <laughs> How many combat drops? Uh, two. two. <laughs> Including this one. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And that's how you know that they're up yeah. to no good. They're sending a fucking bullshit, expendable team. Yeah. They're not going to send out fucking Zero Dark 30 after these guys. Because yeah. they're actually going to find, like, do a good job. So they're like, just pick him because he's only done the, the flight simulators. And, <laughs> and it shows. Yeah. How does he? Oh, he dies with Vasquez and with the grenade. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's his kind of redeemer moment. Yeah, as take well. one for the team because I really fucked up, and I'm gonna kill Vasquez too. Yeah, yeah. So. Which is sad. It's a very touching moment. Yeah. yeah, she was a badass chick. She killed a oh, lot. Oh, Vasquez is just the fucking best man. And she's like the stepmom from Terminator Two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Janine or Janelle? Janelle. Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to yeah. bring us down that road. No, that's fine. <laughs> Great movie, Jesse. And uh, I guess one of my favorite scenes would be when they have all the automated gun turrets set up, and they only got yeah. like X amount of ammo. Yeah, and it's probably one of the first times I saw a movie where they actually took ammo into consideration, where it wasn't just like this thing will just fire forever. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, oh shit! Like when they run out of ammo, this gun is useless. So. <laughs> I remember that kind of stuck with me when I was a kid, and I, I actually kind of feared for them at that point, and was like, oh, no, like, because at first I thought, okay, well, they got these guns, they're, they're fine, yeah. and it's like 20% left, I'm like, oh, 1% <laughs> left, and it's like, they only got like five bullets left, but then they all stop, oh, and it's like, oh, shit, are they going to stop coming now, or like, I don't know, that's just one of the scenes that, that stuck with me, I'd say. Can I jump in here for yeah. a minute? Okay, I, I like the scene, but I don't like how... They're all looking at the screen, and he's like, A-gun's down 50%, and they're like, we're watching the same screen as you. We <laughs> fucking know. We're like, oh, 20, 10, and they're like, thanks, thank you. I didn't fucking see that. But sorry, I'm... Yeah, it's all good. I do, I do like the scene. I wasn't knocking. No, it. no, for but, sure. But <laughs> if that were me, I'd be like, "Shut up! Stop reminding me! Uh, just, just shut up! I can see of it. our impending yeah. death." Yeah, so we're dead soon. Yeah, the, uh, the ammo thing seems to be a recurring uh, tension builder that they use because it's the same. Like I've always loved the design of the pulse rifle. Has that little red yeah. uh, LCD on the side yeah, yeah, that tells yeah. you how many are left. And so whenever they're in one of those intense fight scenes, you always see it like counting down. Like you're you're almost yeah. at the end. Like. Yeah, just uh, really. Amazing. Uh, it's a clip the size of like a three shell shotgun, <laughs> and it holds ninety nine rounds. <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome. Or it, when they take the ammo away from everybody at that one scene, those giant guns that Drake and Vasquez have, it's like a little like tube connector. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's the weirdest looking thing. Give us like, your one yeah, bullet. Give us your clips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shotguns like, only. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I, there's so many in this film. I love the the knife scene, which apparently Paxton didn't know uh, that yeah. that they were going to use his hand for that. 
Um, and 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 it's great because it, this is this is a nice change from the first film because you know, of course, that Bishop uh, is an android, right? So it, it's it's a completely different thing. Lance Hendrickson is great as Bishop, and and completely, uh, it just it, you 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 like the character you like him more than most of the humans so that's a great moment um <clears throat> and well that whole sequence is fantastic because they shot all the shit at the end right yeah i think so because so that they've all be like buddy buddy as yeah. opposed to at the beginning well is he that, sent them all right? for proper military training too so they yeah. had like three weeks of camp together, together. Mm-hmm. so they all were except michael bean he wasn't there no because he wasn't part yeah, of the, yeah. it was that i forget the actor's name dexter's From, dad <laughs> yeah he's uh he plays the guy that gets arrested on the park bench in yeah. uh in uh warriors james uh all right. <laughs> He's also okay. fucking Raiden in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. They replaced The him. only scenes that they used of him was scenes from the back when they're shooting, uh, when they're loading up, when they're loading up the weapons before they go in the dropship. Yeah, Raymar. Yeah. James Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lord so, Thunder. so James Raymar. So, yeah, they had a beef with him. <laughs> so, but uh, if you notice the scene, but when they're loading up the dropship from the Sulaco, uh you don't see Michael Bean because it was filmed with that guy. Yeah, so the the back shots of him are actually James Raymar. Raymar. Yeah. And then uh, they had a beef with him, and they're like, "Okay, well, you're fired, yeah. and I'm going to bring back Michael Bean because he's the shit. He is awesome. Yeah, he's so good. He'll never work again." Well, before I get to my favorite scene, then let's get into a little tangent here, people. Why, why the fuck isn't Michael Bean working more? Like, I know he's working. Did we do this one already? You, no, fuck Terminator it. We're doing, one? we're doing it again. <laughs> you know, besides, as a child at least, the, the scene in The Rock that he's in and gets fucking blown away, and he's just a military guy again, it's, it blows my mind that this fucking cat isn't getting more work because, as we talked about, as Danny said, he just... He has, like, the best uh, fucking worried and panicked look of all time in an action film, you know? Just, he's amazing at defining a sense of urgency. Yeah, it's a, it's the best. He's the best. Love this fucking He cat. really should be, like, a leading man. Or at least he should have been yeah. after that. Like, he kind of just went into obscurity almost. <laughs> yeah. The last job he had was the interviews for the special edition re-release of Aliens. I think that was it. Yeah. That, like... That's it. They're like, okay, we need you just to talk about it, and then you're back to being laid off. Like, you know, <laughs> then call the employment insurance for the next forty years. Um, yeah, I like the guy. Yeah, Actually, the last thing he worked on was the Scorpion King Four: yeah. Quest for Power. Oh no! <laughs> straight straight to, to video. Scor- yeah. Scorpion uh, King Four, straight to video. They <laughs> yeah. made four of those movies. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Quest for maybe twenty five grand. I don't know. That poor bastard. <laughs> Quest yeah. for power. Fuck off. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck happened to you, man? Uh, I got go. into got into meth. Well, well, apparently, um, he is actually. Um, well, no, no, no. Um, untitled Neil Blomkamp uh, Alien Project. I mean, I don't know what validity. Well, it no, has no. Well, yet, but, but that's they... that's on hold. Ridley Scott put the kibosh on that shit. Which one? Motherfucker. Yeah. On what? God damn it. He's going to make Prometheus uh, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's he, called Alien. So Blomkamp can't do his, his fucking Alien. Yeah, that's Which, in sucks. all seriousness, like, I, I have mixed emotions about Blomkamp. Like, yeah. 
Alien Covenant. I, think I just feel like his first film's his best, and he just keeps getting worse and worse. Do He'll you never make him? a movie as good as District 9, I don't no, think. No, I like that. I like Chappie. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Chappie. I am Chappie. Yeah, but there, that's just... <laughs> Chappie is good. Yeah. Everyone else in that fucking film and everything else in that film, which is Sigourney Weaver. Fantastic. A little, little tie-in with this oh, yeah. episode. She's in that movie. Um, makes no fucking sense, man. Like, it just doesn't... You can't suspend disbelief that fucking much. <laughs> and he, they make South Africa look like a real shithole. Like, yeah. it's just <laughs> everything is violence and guns and everyone's a gangster and shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Whatever. he's okay. No District 9. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where the fuck were we? Do You you had no a thought idea. before I get into my favorite scene, right, Devin? You were going to say something? It was like 15 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. I was say. Scorpion King 4. Yep. Scorpion King 4. That's the next episode, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's coming up next week. <laughs> quest, quest for power. Like, <laughs> quest, quest for Paycheck. getting power... <laughs> Reconnected <laughs> Quest for not bouncing the paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> Is the rock in that movie? <laughs> no fucking way. Nope. No fucking chance. <laughs> the rock walked by that movie yeah. one time in Walmart. <laughs> in the bin. In the bin. Yeah. Oh man. Oh fuck. That's that's beautiful. Uh, one thing I I did want to bring up, um, the end sequence, the Queen Alien, yeah, the fight. What do you think? What do you What do you guys think about that? Because, because here's what I've always like. Even from a very young age, this has always been how how I've always wanted to see that happen. So you can leave the fight in because it's a great fight. Seeing, yeah. seeing that power loader versus the yeah. the alien queen, but have her wake up uh, again. Just like so worried, and and you know have her explain this to like uh, Hicks or 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 uh, Bishop or something, Bishop, and yeah. and then he he calms her down and says like, look, like that thing was like thirty feet tall, like it's if if it came back with us, we would know, you know, talking about how how it's too big, yeah, like yeah. it's too big for us to miss, yeah, and then as they're getting into the pods. Then you see the face hugger yeah. that they managed to get on. Yeah, he stresses how big it is that uh, how big the queen is that, that they couldn't possibly miss it. Yeah, and and that you know, yeah, foreshadows how you know how how this one tiny little face hugger got onto the ship. Something like that. Yeah, it's and, interesting because because God that that it end seemed... scene really really shits all over the rest of the movie, doesn't it? Like, why are we why talking about that? when the when the uh, when she has drop to ship? Yeah, leaves yeah. and somehow the <laughs> queen that's bigger than the dropship <laughs> yeah, just massive. it's like holding onto the side like <laughs> like a fucking garbage truck like <laughs> is that what's really happening that's what yeah. i always wondered i'm like i like i i love the fight scene but i'm like okay where the fuck did that come from? Like, how the fuck did that... They'd feel they're over their max weight, first of all. Yeah. Like, they're only allowed, like, six people on a dropship or whatever the, the military is. That thing weighs about four tons. And then, so, something right here. Ah, fuck it. It's probably just the garbage man. But it's like... <laughs> and they land back on the ship, and it waits until the perfect suspenseful yeah. moment to just now tear, I'll tear Bishop in half. And, mm -hmm. like... Yeah, instead of, like, as soon as it lands, just gets, yeah. gets off. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know. 
It's... I, I, I hate and like at the same time, I guess. Mm-hmm. When it rips Bishop in half, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> pretty okay. one of the coolest parts. But, of the okay, uh, we have to go here since we're on this topic. The I know movies in Hollywood are always, you know, they always bend the rules. But she opens the door. And holds on. Yeah. <laughs> and not only holds on, climbs the ladder. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And they've designed it so you can open the door from inside the fucking, where they drop all the shit or whatever they don't need. <laughs> so you have to roll your window down, push the buttons, and hope you don't die. I don't get it. I just... I. Doesn't she catch the bishop torso too? Doesn't no, he like... grabs onto the grating, and he yeah. grabs oh, bishop. Yeah, yeah. Grabs Newt. Right, yeah. right, right. Newt. That's the the two. And he's like, "Can you stop screaming in my ear, please?" Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. It'd be funny if uh, Michael Bean woke up during that because they had him strapped down and in, in, in the induced coma, but he didn't know. He takes his seatbelt off, and then he goes flying. <laughs> <laughs> they come back. They're like, "He was here a minute ago," <laughs> and then. They, Instead of the scene where you see the queen flying through space, it's Michael Bean fucking waving his hands. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't I don't hate I don't hate the scene, you know? I think it's a cool fight for sure. But I just don't like it. Um I just I you know I'm sweating now. Dave, that's the longest that I haven't spoken in like four episodes. So bravo. Oh, man. Somebody must have left the fan out. It's a little drafty in here. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying what? Well, no. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the fight scene. I, no. just, I just hate... How it happened. Yeah, how, how you explain that. It's... it's yeah, the know. end of the film does feel a little bit like a race to the finish line. It does have that little bit of a... But of a wait, tempo there's change. more. Yeah. yeah. Here's my other idea for the recut ending. Mm. It's not the Queen Alien. It's a uh, an alien Paul Riser. Paul <laughs> Riser's face on an on alien, alien comes back. No, no, no. An fight. alien face with the mouth of Paul Riser's face. That comes, <laughs> that comes out. So when it opens up, it's just Paul Riser that comes out of the yeah. mouth. <laughs> like, oh. Hey, yeah. Ripley. You're like, hey, guys, uh, <laughs> you want to go back and like see, check it out again? Like, we, you know. Oh. Oh jeez, that's the stupidest thing I've ever said. <laughs> like, I can't believe you still invite me back to this. No, it's it's Paul Reiser's face on the alien that he opens his mouth and a little, a little Paul, Paul Reiser face comes out. <laughs> oh man. Oh jeez. Or like the egg opens up and it's Paul Reiser in the egg, and it's just running around the ship on all fours. Paul Reiser bursts out of the dude's chest and says, "Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, did, did you guys hear something? Ah, it's fucking Paul Reiser again. Like, fuck, get out of here!" All right, any all right. final thoughts on Aliens, gentlemen? Um, it's a good movie, but I like it less every time I watch it. I find really, mm-hmm. yeah. Loved, loved it as a kid, and now I watch it, and it's it's good, but it, I don't know. I always debated which I want to like better, but now it's definitive Alien I like better. So Okay, well, that's next segment, so thank oh. you for ruining the... Uh... All right, I jumped ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, any uh, final thoughts, sir? Final thoughts. Uh, I, as I said, I, I like the idea that they, they went a completely different route uh, in order to save the comparison and 
I don't know. It, it was a good way for James Cameron to get out of that fucking hot water. Yeah. And, and yet, uh, did they really save the comparison? Because we're doing the fucking episode. Well, and we're doing we the are, episode because people want to fucking talk about it. We we are, but it's... I don't know. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> good save. Good movie. Good try. Good movie. Devin, any final thoughts on uh, Aliens? Um, it was the first I saw, actually, as a, a kid... Um, so it's always the one that's kind of stuck with me. I don't know. I, I love, I, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I agree with you, Jesse. I do like it less each time I see it. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's still got a long way to go before I, I, it's not a bad like, movie. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find it funnier too, yeah. as I watch it, as much as maybe the action doesn't seem as, as, uh, you know, breakneck pace wise or aesthetically pleasing or any of these things it uh it does somehow end up being funnier each time yeah. like I, I missed something every time um in any case let's take a little break come back and uh decide at least for us here at mermal which is the best alien or aliens all right so just a quick story for you guys uh on march 25th good friday by noon I had more emails and Twitter messages than I've ever gotten for any of our episodes. And as you might have guessed it, they were all about Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, sharing your opinions, uh, asking us what we thought of it. And because of all those emails, we're going to take the show that was scheduled for next week. We're going to push it back a week. And next Wednesday, we'll be talking Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And we're back. <laughs> we are back. Okay. So, the moment of truth. Why don't you start us off here? Yeah, I Let's never... change it I, up. I never do, yeah. Let's change it I, up. Because then that, that means that everyone's already quiet when I need to get to the next thing. Which, what yeah. next thing? Like, I have two things written down on this piece of paper, and we've <laughs> talked about them both. So. I didn't write anything. I'd never write anything down when I come here. No. I just... I probably should because the Batman one. Sorry, guys, that was I was not prepared for that. You were good. That was a really fun episode. Good save, but ew, I forgot about Batman forever. <laughs> what is for? forever? Um, anyway, yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, we well, don't have to. I just yeah. You know, no, let's change it up. Let's let's keep things fresh. You know, always. We'll have a drum roll. And... Drum roll for Devin instead. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Anybody can hear that. No. <laughs> I plus I don't think that there is actually going to be any suspense. No, there's no suspense this. here. Yeah. The first one is definitively my favorite. Um it's it's my second favorite Ridley Scott film after Blade Runner and um it's it's just it's fucking perfect, man. Like I go back and watch this film pretty much annually. Like you know, every every fall kind of thing somehow it's starting to get cold in toronto and and i decide you know what i'm gonna go and fucking scare the shit out of myself and and sweat it out um yeah that sounds like i'm masturbating watching <laughs> in any case this oh, you're thinking of the scene that we were talking about with scorning weaver getting dressed yeah. yeah um yeah brilliant fucking movie everything's great i love the use of of the lighting the lighting so effectively done uh, the acting's on point. Uh, the bait and switch. Uh, I, I still remember the first time I saw it and, and how effective that was. 
just uh, the alien still looks great. I don't agree with you on that, Dave. Uh, your comments from earlier that it looks the, cool. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't mean it favorite. doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. I just mean, it, you know, it looks a little bit dated. But how are you going to avoid that? I didn't mean it yeah. looks shitty, yeah. but it just the the metal mouth and the way the way it moves. You, yeah, you can feel that it's moved by cable. Yeah, right. And I don't mean to—I didn't mean to shit on it. Yeah, if that's what you're getting at. But, it's one of my favorite but, sci-fi films of all time. It's one of my favorite horror films of all time. Um, no comparison. Love the second one. Paxton's great. Fucking uh, Bean is the man. Sigourney Weaver is, you know, the archetype for female action protagonists. Um, and in many ways, I don't think maybe. Maybe a Linda Hamilton up there as well. Maybe, maybe some, you know, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. But like, I don't. Uh, Ripley's on a whole nother level for me, man. And and her character, watching her make that transformation, all happens in the first one. So, one definitively, Alien. Jesse, well, I, I really let the cat out of the bag, and I'm have to go with Alien as the uh, superior film. It's the one that I can still watch today, and I just, I it gets me. As soon as I start watching it, I'm in. Like, I, I it has me transfixed. I know what's going to happen, but, you know, I'm with it every step of the way. When I watch Aliens, you know, sometimes I get a little distracted. I'll be Facebooking or whatever, and yeah. it's just like a dumb, fun action movie, which is still good, and I still enjoy it. But, uh, and as, as Devin said, I think Aliens I watch first, because I, I think Alien 3 was coming out, and that's when I really started learning more about the Alien movies and stuff. And uh, I loved it as a kid, and then I went back and watched Alien. And when I was a kid, I liked Aliens better. Of course, because yeah, your yeah. your attention span is a lot different when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, then going forward and just watching Alien as not even just a sci-fi movie, but as you said, a horror movie, it really defined the slasher genre. Like a lot of the slasher movies of the '80s really took that whole you know stalker character that you don't actually see and one by one they're picking off each character and there's the jump scare with a cat which is like a very definitive slasher movie kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh yeah to this day every time i put on alien i'm just loving it so yeah alien is my favorite of the of the series excellent dave uh alien as well uh it's probably my favorite sci-fi movie ever to be honest yeah, it's well done. Uh, it stands the test of time. Like obviously, the computers, you know, they had no idea what things were going to look like, I and mean, you can't ever hold that against them. The, the sets were good. Um, the old DOS programs kind of still make me laugh a bit. But again, <laughs> like you can never ever say anything about that. Uh, Love the movie. Um, Jones the cat, a nice little additive because that gives her a reason to fucking yep. you know make some of the decisions she was making um yeah that's i yeah and and it gave her it is what it is as a character like a, a personal side too yeah um, i hear a lot of people fucking complaining that she seems to like that cat more than more than uh the fucking other people on the ship well, to which don't you no fucking shit i i yeah I yeah, feel the same way. That cat, though. So I she calls him nitty and stuff. She, yeah, I know, she, but the, well. still, she also <laughs> thinks her entire crew is fucking idiots because yeah. she wanted to, you know. I like, oh, man, can we go back to favorite scenes? No. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the look on the cat's face when uh, the alien first t- uh, kills that, what the fuck's his name? Give me that thing. The guy Harry, that goes looking for him. Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, Harry Dean Stanton, yeah. Yeah, the look on Jones' face, like, wow, that is fucked. I like that. So anyway, uh, yeah, back to uh, – I got major ADD today. <laughs> Alien 1 is the best, hands down. Moving on. 
Devin? <clears throat> you, yeah. have to, you have to pick aliens, dude. <laughs> um, or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Go with your heart, Devin. Just I don't. You don't have to fake it for the show. It work. It works far better as a horror film. I mean, it, it works far better when you don't see an alien every five minutes yeah. on screen. It works so much better when um, there isn't a fight between a forklift and a twenty uh, foot tall <laughs> alien at the end. Like it. It. There's Although so, that's awesome, yeah. There's so many things. Um, yeah, not that the fight's not good, but it, but it, for the reasons that we've already gone <laughs> yeah, over, yeah. it's you know it's annoying. Um, so yeah, I mean, for all those reasons, I mean, I couldn't possibly pick the second movie as the best. And I I do like you were saying. I love that retro future look. Um, there's a a game that was made recently. A, a, a video game that I strongly recommend everybody uh, take a look at. Uh, what is this? Alien um, Isolation. Alien, Alien Isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have yeah. that Where game. I played they, the first like couple hours, and I just have so many other games to play, but I forgot it existed. It's, so it's fucking, scary. Dude. I think I have to go back and play that, that aesthetic now. too. Yeah. Where yeah. it's they just kept that the, uh, retro kind of seventies future, where where you know they're not using their highest tech on this because it's a goddamn. They wanted to keep truck, you in the universe you know? of the first film. That was the idea. Yeah, I yeah. love that game. It's still, yeah, it's terrifying. Amazing. All right. So definitive across the board. Yep. Alien sweeps aliens. Uh, not a surprise for me. And to be honest, I hope it's not a surprise to anybody no. out there. But I know that we do get that I was question. hoping somebody would say aliens so we could start a brawl. Yeah, so we could <laughs> like, tear them apart. Like, yeah. Uh, fucking great films, though, man. Both of them. Dig them a lot. Watch them pretty much every year. <sighs> Should we wrap it up? Yeah, that's, that's about it. it. Okay. Uh, before we get into it, because this is kind of a, an impromptu episode, we added it to the slate a little bit later. Uh, just, you know, based on popular opinion here to get this in, into uh, the rotation. Uh, anyone want to plug anything? Anyone want to do anything? We don't usually do that, and and it always pisses me off afterwards because we always have all these amazing artists, musicians, uh, photographers, fucking creative people on the show, and no one. Uh, I always just like, all right, get out. <laughs> well, actually, that's something I'm working on right now. It's um, it's a video game show called Abandonware. Yeah. It's on Vice's motherboard site. Uh, look it up on Google. Just Google motherboard Abandonware. And what we do is we take a look at obscure, old, weird video games Sweet. and kind of review them and kind of put a little, you know, our own little spin on it and stuff. The very first one we did was a, uh, a for the Sega Dreamcast, a game called Seaman, which was basically, imagine a Tamagotchi, but it's a fish and it has a human face and it talks shit to you the whole time. It, it makes jokes about banging your mother and like, so it's probably one of the weirdest games we could think of. It's a, a Japanese game that got ported over to America. So that's our first episode. Right on. Uh, so check that one out. And the latest one we just released uh, a couple weeks ago uh, was a game called Hunt the Wumpus for the Texas Instruments TI-99-4A nice. home computer. Nice. <laughs> I memorized that somehow. And that's a... Uh, one of the earlier sort of uh, puzzle adventure game type things. The game itself is pretty cool, but the backstory behind the the creator, I'm not going to get into it here. you got to go watch the episode. It's pretty bizarre. So, um, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're hopefully doing a few more episodes uh, in the near future. So, yeah, check out Abandonware on Vice Motherboard. Sweet. 
Um, and Dave, when the fuck are you going to start playing again? I always say on the show, and it always somehow gets cut, that I always <laughs> say that Dave is one of my favorite guitar players because his playing style is completely fucking the opposite of his personality. He, you know, Dave is inherently, as you know, you guys all know, very brash, and and um, and then his playing is this smooth, delicate finesse style of playing <laughs> nice but like and and not in indicative of, of the guy i know at all and it's like this fucking transformation and you should be playing more music sir yeah i'm actually it's funny you mentioned that i've been i've been working on a lot of new ideas and stuff and getting that part of me back out there i've just in the last couple of years i've been traveling so much with work and stuff i've kind of shelved it <clears> and uh Apologize, but uh, I have some, uh, something I've been working on, and hopefully next time I'm on, I can give you some more information. Sweet. So, and it's so Twitter, yeah, well, and thanks it's for bringing that up, actually, because now it's going to kick my ass to get it, you know, yeah. get going on it. Yeah, we've I mean? done that before, too. I remember putting a, a bumper in one of the episodes that before we aired, it was like, our website is finally up. Yeah. We didn't have a fucking <laughs> website yeah. at all. You're like, nice. great, now we got to do it. <laughs> Fuck. I wanted to sleep in tomorrow. <laughs> all right. That was so, fun. Thanks for having me. That right was on. really fun. So remember, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you. So, uh, And we do because we've already been having it. That's why we're having this episode. Um, so you can find us on Twitter. You guys want to offer up your Twitters or whatevers? I think I have one. I can't remember what it is, though. Instagram, what, anything? No. No? <laughs> I, I'm the most boring person here. I don't have any of that shit. Yeah, but you're at Thack Attack, right? On, oh, yeah. On Instagram? Right. I forget okay. how to spell. How do I spell it? Normally? Uh, yeah, normally, I think. so. Yes. Yeah, Thack, yeah. Thack, Thack Attack. attack. Uh, we'll have a link on the or, website and uh, on, on the show notes. So if you're interested in reaching out to either Jesse or Dave, uh, go to the website, uh, moviesfrommylife.com. Go to the, the show notes for this episode, Alien vs. Aliens, and... Uh, Click on their fucking name because it'll be a, a link to somewhere, and that'll be how you find them on ye old interweb. Devin, you want to offer up your Twitter? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, yr underscore homeboy. <laughs> homeboy. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah I <laughs> can see your very, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, you want my Twitter? Yeah, fuck, here you go. Fuck, take it. I don't give a shit. All uh, right. Five tweets, they're all retweets. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm at not Brandon Fleet, and uh, you can also visit the. Uh, Movies from My Life, Twitter, which is at Mermel Podcast, at M-R-M-L Podcast. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, we're also on, or on whatever podcatching device, we're also on YouTube. Uh, we just uh, did a huge backhaul of all the previous episodes, uh, or overhaul of all the previous episodes. Uh, so everything's up there to check out clips from all the stuff you've heard before and some new stuff. And also... If you're listening, or sorry, if you're not listening to us and you're watching a video clip or something like that, you can subscribe, rate, review, follow, all that shit that you should do if you're nice people, and we would do it for you. So on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere that podcasts can be listened to, we're there. So find us and uh, follow us, and we'll be your friends. And I think that's about it, gentlemen, so thanks for hanging out with us. Game over, man.